Hello and welcome back to the Eurofocus Football Podcast. Back here again uh, with the usual rabble, myself, Connor and Ben. Uh, on this week's episode, we have multiple topics and we will go straight in, really. Uh, we've got a little game at the end. We will describe that to you again, same as last week. But we'll start in with Manchester City. and We were having a debate last night, weren't we, about where do Manchester City fit in the sort of best teams across history? I'll let you start, Ben. What, what are your thoughts, immediate thoughts? Um... Well, cheers for letting us on again, Cam. Um, I think, obviously, history's a long time, but especially in you know how far I can remember, I don't think it's been a better team. Uh, obviously, 2009 Bars was the only ones that really consider me as close. Uh, pro- they're probably a bit ahead, um, but regardless, they are like they're so far ahead of everyone else in the last few years. And I think the treble this year, we just top it off, you know. Do you think it's one of those those things? I've seen a few arguments on Twitter saying until they win the Champions League, they can't be considered. But I mean, you look at their record in terms of the season they won the Premier League with a hundred odd points. Yeah. Is it this could be their third Premier League title in a row? Something that's has that ever been done? Did, did Fergie yeah, do that Fergie three in a row? Yeah, did three, and then he went for four and lost to Chelsea. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I didn't know if he'd got the third or not. But I mean, there's been some very good sides. But this City team, they're so relentless, aren't they? Kind of. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, uh, going on for what Ben said. The only team really that that you could uh, compare them with is the Barcelona team. But yeah, they're they're just relentless, and they, you can't see them losing now to the yeah. end of the season. And going forward onto next season, I think they'll be unstoppable. I think going back to what Cam said about do you need a Champions League? I think how you know dominant they've been over the last five years. Yeah, they lost one to Liverpool, but that's thirty-eight games a season of where they've got to a certain point in the season that they've you know lost a few points, but. When it gets to 15 games, I've never saw a team that are so relentless in victory. They just go, it, they seem to just, it's just 100% all the time. And I don't think I've saw that, a team that's just so strong towards the back end. I mean, last night we saw it where it was nil nil at half time against West Ham, wasn't it? And I saw a few tweets saying, could West Ham do it? But yet again, City showed their strength, didn't they? And it, yeah. they, they get goals from everywhere. Mm. Um, apologies. They get goals from everywhere across the whole side. And that is something that mesmerises me because as good as the likes of uh, Kevin De Bruyne has been yet again missing last night, Grealish has been so influential recently. You know, it's Nathan Ake, the one popping up with the goals. Yeah. And we said it on last week's episode, the fact that you can call on the likes of Julian Alvarez from the bench, it's a ridiculous squad, isn't it? And I think we'll get onto Chelsea later and the, the, the sort of difference between them having a massive squad and City having a massive squad. But City have got a, a brilliant squad in the way that they can just... Players don't seem to moan when they're left out. Yeah. It seems as though, for example, as I say, they can bring Alvarez on. And it's not a case where Mares starts every week, Bernardo doesn't start every week, Grealish won't start every week. And yet they're so reliable, aren't they? I think that um I think that it's like they their rotations quite well. I think oh, Pep manages right that quite well. He always has done, hasn't he? There's always you'll always check the team and there'll always be someone different playing as, yeah. as such. Do you think that comes that can bite him on the backside a few times I was seen um, in the well, Champions League final well, a few yeah. years ago when he didn't play was it Rodri no, he didn't start him uh, yeah I su- yeah it could maybe potentially play a part but he hasn't he hasn't done it for a very long, long I, time has it I think he does but just with how heightened the game was in the scenario he does it a lot he chops and changes a lot of the time but because of how high you know the Champions League final and he did it and it it, it come and bit, uh, bit him on the backside I think that he does it a lot and that's what makes yeah. him so good he's got the ability to not just settle for a, a start in 11 as you know which it's, is acceptable. it's not even that it's it's more to the fact of the players that he's got 
to choose from. They're all as good as each other. That's so. what I'm saying. It's not even a starting eleven. It's more yeah. of you know a yeah. starting twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because anyone that's brought on is not anyone who he signs. Than yeah, anyone who he's looking to sign is not regular. But and you've got to earn your place in that city team. And for the last five seasons, everyone who's played for the city shirt yeah. has done that. I mean, you look at his tactical evolution as well. I mean, there was times at Barcelona when. Is it Cesc Fabregas he had playing as a number nine or was that yeah, yeah, he played yeah. false nine yeah. false nine yeah, yeah. He, there was a time yeah yeah he had, yeah, he had Fabregas I remember Fabregas yeah, then played nine, yeah. there for the Spanish national team yeah, yeah, Euros, yeah. Isn't yeah. It? Uh, there's always um, I think it's 2008 or 2012 Euros the team and 12 just, I think yeah yeah, yeah. and it's just there's the no whole, out and the out whole, striker the whole Spanish teams yeah yeah centre yeah, I mean even last season when City won the Premier League again I mean you saw Ilko Gundogan playing centre forward sometimes didn't you you had Jesus out on the wing Foden played there a few yeah. times and it, it's his tactical evolution as well with Pep I mean you saw his total football of his Barcelona days his Bayern Munich side which was so well organised and now this City team which have gone from a side akin to what his Barcelona Potential team were to greats to yeah. greats I mean this this new sort of 3-2-5 uh, system which is being utilised I mean even Liverpool are using it now with Trent in midfield aren't they mm. I mean John Stones is looking so comfortable in the oh, midfield isn't he? he's a different he's different he's a great player and uh, obviously we've always said he could pass the ball and all that but yeah. nah, but he's on a, to his own yeah, he, he's, he's really looking he's really looking good in that defensive midfield role and I think John Stones is one of them players he's, he's quite versatile as well because he can do a job at right back he can do a job at centre back and now he's doing a job in defensive midfield and, and I think I think it, he wouldn't be that player if he got coached by anyone else oh, yeah, other than Pep because Pep's you can quite say good that for at a lot that. of City players can't you yeah, like, that's yeah, what I was going yeah, exactly. to say with, it seems like anyone that Pep does bring in you've got to have the ability to you know, adapt on yeah, the and it spot often, it often does take them a year or so I mean you look at Sarno it took yeah, him a year to adapt didn't it? even Grealish last year yeah, it, that's how it should, like, you can't just go to a person <laughs> who's you know, spent their whole livelihood um, you know, let's say playing at the back and then going I want you to just push just pushing to midfield it is going to take time he's, but that's where the best manager is he's very out. good at developing players uh, so the likes of Zinchenko wasn't actually a left back yeah, yeah, he was an attacking midfielder wasn't he attacking midfielder that yeah so I think he's good at developing players to become to, to be able to, to play to the anywhere level. The next level. anywhere I mean, on the pitch even Haaland seemed to have added a new element to his game recently in terms of his link up play doesn't he I mean he seems a different player. I mean, we know how good he is. Yeah, it, yeah. But even he's improving under Pep, and that's that says something, doesn't it? I think I was thinking about it last night, and especially with Haaland, um, with the season he's had, it's been public, publicised a lot, but it's so underrated in the fact that in the thirty-two years, uh, thirty-one years since this Premier League's you know came about, yeah. there's been world <laughs> world-class players from the greatest of all time, and this twenty-two-year-old, regardless of what team he plays for, yep. has came in. And, and smashed smash. the best record. He's still got f uh, five games. Yeah, left. he's completely smashed it. And people are going, "Oh, system! You know, it's the best team." But, but the then best people, people the were best also team. saying at the start of the season that he doesn't fit Man City system. Yeah, so people it's, were saying he's going I to think, flop. Yeah. I think if you're a world class goal scorer, you're always going to get goals in that City side. But to beat to beat the record in your first season with having five games left as well, as you know, he, he could go and yeah. he could He's go and beat played, that boy. Yeah. A lot of goals, like but he's he's won a, at this time of recording. Yeah. He's only won. I mean, to beat the record in general is impressive enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like it, if you look at the, the other two behind him, um, Shearer, Shearer, and Andy Cole. I remember. 
Um, sorry, shocking. Salah got 32. Didn't yeah, well. but uh, those two are all in like 34 to uh, 40 game seasons, and then he's come in after 31 games and he smashed it. it. It doesn't. This stuff doesn't happen in Premier League football. I mean, it, it's yeah. Again, as, as Connor said, if you have, if you put a world class striker in that City team, they're going to score goals. Yeah. But, but it's how many he's been as goals. well. Yeah, 100%. If he came in and scored... <coughs> and apologies for anyone hearing me coughing, by the way. I am ill at the moment. Yeah, he, he could have come in and scored 20 to 25 and people have gone, what a signing. But to go... Yeah. Like, a lot of players have got to the 30 mark in the Premier League, but with 31 games gone, to go past that is... I mean, it was only a few years ago, was it? When... Um, was it the year that Salah, Mane and Aubameyang shared the golden boot and they both got... They were 22? Yeah, yeah. And it was last year was... Um, Son... Um, and that wasn't too many, was it? Last, I think that was last year. That was like yeah. over twenty because Ronaldo was second with like uh, yeah. eighteen. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Son won it, didn't he, yeah. on the last day? Yeah, yeah. That's and that. Do you think it's been an underrated season then for Haaland? Because it, I, I it really does. Do. He gets the plaudits, but what do you I mean by it's underrated? Not, no, it's I mean, not getting like, the recognition no, it deserves. Underappreciated. Maybe not underrated. Everyone knows how good he yeah. is, but I mean, underappreciated. Like, what, yeah. what else? What else do you want? No, but I mean, like people aren't comprehending, and there's no way to comprehend. What a season this is from a striker! Like we've never saw it before in, tw- you know, thirty years of Premier League football since we came away from the first division. This has 20, never happened. Twenty. No, uh, nineteen ninety-two. So thirty-seven. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Oh, is it? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's definitely underappreciated, but you can't appreciate it, and that's, you know, it's one of those. It's, it's been incredible. <laughs> it's going to be next season, but you know, we've been so good. You're always going to get applauded. So can he carry it on? And Personally, I think you will. 71 minutes per goal. <laughs> that is ridiculous, isn't it? That is ridiculous. 1.1 1. 1 goals. Do you think they'll win the quadruple? per match. Do you think they'll win the quadruple? Uh, I, I think so. Um, yeah, again, no. that's something that's... No. I'd like to see it happen. I don't think I'll, we'll ever see an English team win the quad. Well, they're, they're pretty close to winning the Premier League, I'd say. Yeah, uh, the Champions League will be the most difficult one, I think, from now on, yeah. with that Real Madrid yeah, tie. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think maybe at some point, but people like you know underestimate the treble as well. Like only one English team's ever done it, and that was arguably yeah. one of the best English teams ever. And you know, to go through a whole season and capture pretty much every single piece of silverware you can is you know, oh, it's ridiculous, yeah, isn't it? Hundred percent. So, staying in the Premier League, we're moving on to Chelsea, and we're going from what has been an out. Unbelievable season for Manchester City to one of their worst. Yeah, is Chelsea's season this season the most dis- not disappointing but underachievement in Premier League history? Um, it's gonna it's gotta be one of a minute. I mean, they they in my opinion they they should have just kept all of Thomas Tuchel. Hmm. And that's something that we've debated a lot, isn't it? Yeah. The two yeah, decisions. We, we say it all the time, but. Then they appointed Graham Potter, which to me, at the time, actually, yeah. I thought, yeah, you know, I'll give him a shot, but he didn't do very well. But it's like we've always said with Potter, it's it just, he's not somebody that is going to come in and get you instant results. Yeah, he he's a project has. manager, yeah, isn't he? he? Has, yeah. He's a project manager who, over time, I believe, would have got results with that Chelsea side. Yeah, but, but it's, you it's know, a complete wrong club for him because Chelsea you know have this mentality. At Chelsea, yeah, yeah it doesn't work know, like that. The hire and fire mentality yeah, is ridiculous, it's work, isn't it? Though, and that's the thing where, yeah. you know, under Abramovich, you do, you know, he got so much silverware because of his, you know, philosophy of holding fire. It's like, it's, uh, it's cutthroat. Is yeah. kind of the word I'm after. Yeah, it's definitely. cutthroat it's, at Chelsea. It's if you don't bit, do yeah. well, that's it. You're gone. Yeah, like, like a, ba- a bad, a, a lot of uh, you know 
managers at Chelsea don't have a bad season because before the season's end, they're probably going to get chopped. But it's like, we, I keep reading about Poch and what do you think of that? <sighs> oh, so, I think yeah. we were discussing earlier, Cam, about the egos and, you know, like when he came in Tottenham, that was his team and he did remarkably well at that and those egos were his own. He went to PSG and, you know, he, he was, you thought he was settled and then you had a, uh, a cog uh, in the works in Messi coming which kind of threw him off but I'm not too sure on Poch you know he's he did well at Southampton and he's done well at Tottenham PSG you can't really write home about but he didn't have long enough so I think he's the he's, I think he's the best manager that they could go for Available. at the moment yeah. I mean Zidane yeah I don't think he's going to go to London no nah, he won't but like he, but with managers on available at the moment I mean Nagelsmann's not going this year neither no. is Enrico they've both been ruled out but with Poch if he has to go, it's been talked about, but there's going to need to be a massive clear out, isn't there? Yeah, like we said earlier, like if you look at the amount of forwards they've got, so many players, and if Bowley's philosophy of just bye 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 is going to carry on into next season, what's going to happen? I mean, it just needs a proper sort out. How do you sort it? Yeah, and how do you? <laughs> yeah, well, that's why they're like that's why they're top managers. But don't yeah. get me wrong; these no, players have been an absolute disgrace. Yeah. Not, not, not just on the pitch, but they haven't. They don't look like they've cared at all. I mean, 100%. I said it on the podcast a few weeks ago when I watched them at Molyneux the other week. I've never seen a Chelsea a Chelsea side with that lack of desire. Yeah, hundred percent. In any intent at all, it was absolutely abysmal. I mean, Enzo Fernandez. I've spoke about him a lot and how much I love him. And you can see, for example, he's one shining light in this team at the moment. Yeah. Trying to keep the team moving, but then going forward, they can't find the back of the net. Averts, he's not centre forward. No. Whatever people's thoughts are as a player, that's a different story because he's not a centre forward. But you look at the forwards they've got. I mean, they brought Sterling in last summer. Now got Mudrick and Kunku's on his way in the summer. Felix has been on loan, yeah. which obviously he's not done really anything for them. I, think I don't he's think he'll stay. I think he's looked good. He's looked he's good, good, but yeah, he's, no, he's looked. You can be a stylish player, but if you're not, you know, getting results for your team or a lingering yeah, in the bottom half of the no, table, I what are you doing? I don't. I don't think that. Reflects well. I think he's played all right when he's played. All right, though, but he's not being on yeah, top of the to play all right. No, but that, I think that, I think if you if if you if you if you get a Chelsea side playing well, I think he'd really shine. Yeah, but how do you do that? He needs to send, oh, he needs a send forward. I don't, I, I don't have a clue. Yeah. I won't. I won't know. It's, it's, that it's a job. You know, that's that's for someone like Pochettino or someone to go in and do that. Kai Havertz, the next Deli Alley under Pochettino. No, I, I really rate him. I think he's good. I really I think, rate him. You know what with you know what with Havertz. I think if, I think to me, if I wasn't well, it's probably why I'm not a manager. But if you, put, I think he'd be better in a deeper role. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was. Well, always, he's, 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 never, he's very he's physical. No, he's always he's very physical. He's physical. Not even at Leverkusen, he's, he's a different he's, player. He's good on the ball. He can pass. He's a big presence. I think I think box to box. Yeah. He could do exact same it, it, job as I mean, he's, a lot of people. He scored goals at Leverkusen, playing in that deeper role, in that number 10 role. And he yeah. was fantastic. And he's come to Chelsea and he's been granted because of Timo Werner's misfirings. Aubameyang's <coughs> not showing up all this season. Yeah. Whether Lukaku goes back to Chelsea, because I don't think Inter will pay them money. Yeah, no, they've, uh, they've said they're not no. having him. So where, what does that mean for them at Chelsea? Then will he stay at Chelsea? I, I can't see... Well, there's two possibilities. He stays at Chelsea and the manager, whoever it is at the time, finds a role as, you know, he's, he's an old-fashioned front man. But, um, or the fact is that Chelsea take a massive hit on it because you're not getting over 30 million for him. Or, 
another one. Do Chelsea get Big Sam in after he keeps losing <laughs> this season? Yeah. Well, he's got two games. Uh, you know, he's leaving halfway through his spell at Leeds because yeah. you know, when they go down, and then he'll yeah. come in for a. You know, what um, do you think of that? I think it's just a mess. They need a massive kick up the backside. Don't they? I think it's a it's complete just, mess in the fact that it, it they're resorting just. You know, it's just a gamble. If there's if there's a way out, it's it's a it's him. <laughs> it's a last. I don't. It, it's a last kick of the game yeah, sort of that, thing. That's isn't what it? I think Everton did with Sean Dodge. No, but, it was completely different. I think Everton they signed Dodge a few months ago. I think Everton were hoping, and that was that the it, right decision yeah, to make. Yeah, hundred percent. It wouldn't get to this point. Yeah, but look at them. No, but that's no, but they didn't get. That, that's Dyche something to else like, to say about Everton as a team as a whole, isn't it? Really, yeah, rather yeah. than Dodge. Like they got Dodge to. Yeah, get but them out at the end of the day, ground. Leeds ain't doing no no good. Try something else. If it don't work, you go down. That's it. It's just a gamble. It, it, it very much is a last throw. Yeah. Dice, it is a gamble. Oh, yeah. You've just got to throw, of, yeah. throw the kitchen sink at it. Grassi got a few decent results when he first came in, mm. but it just become the, the same old Leeds story of not being able to find the back of the net, conceding yeah. goals that you shouldn't be conceding at a Premier League level. It's just that no, I go back to Allardyce. I think it is you know a last ditch resort, but you know what's it say to the players? You know, like bringing him in and going. Well, you've got four games under a new manager to sort you know, these out. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's getting paid mad money. What are you doing? And what's yeah, Allardyce going to come in and say? Like, right, lads. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but this is this is what he's known for. Yeah, but not this close to the end of the season. Yeah, but it's like I say. It's it's, it's a if nothing's dice, going. It? Yeah. If nothing's going for it, you might as well just go for it. What what's 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 it going to matter? <laughs> I don't think they'll go down regardless. But yeah, it is. A what's win, the harm in trying? You know what I mean? It's 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 been an abysmal season for many. A couple million so. quid down for four weeks. Yeah, right. I mean, Victor Orta's left, hasn't he? There, um, I don't know if he's sporting director or whatever role it was at the club, but he's gone with Gracia. I mean, did you see his interview, Allardyce, saying that he's oh, up there uh, with Guardiola on a footballing yeah, yeah. level? I mean, Bad fair play to him. I mean, he's an experienced manager. He's certainly got knowledge of the game. Whether it's on Guardiola level tactically, yeah, he's a different yeah, story. Um, but um, if, if he keeps leads up, then, yeah, he can. There you go. He can have that one. But he's got to do some serious, a, a massive kick up the backside for that lead squad, hasn't he? Mm, I think yeah. he will. If there's one man to do it, it's him. Exactly. To get that, that's that my point. energy. There's only him or Neil Warnock who really have that effect, isn't there? Yeah. I, I think it's like the last four games of the season are always scrappy. You do get some results that you know Odd you results. expect. Yeah, exactly. Just the teams who you know have got everything to yeah, fight for, and then teams it. who haven't. What are Leeds fixtures? Let's have a quick look. But what what they need is just. A win, just a win to, to get into some form, like some form, really. Yeah, and then see what happens from there. Because it is so tight at the bottom, like between you know 18th and even like 14th. So Leeds it, have got City this weekend. That's <laughs> City at City as well. Sure. Right. Then Newcastle at home. See, oh that's tough, West Ham yeah. away. See, they could get that's points from West Ham. And then on the final day, they have Tottenham at home. So that's I think very, very I think fixtures. I think they could beat West Ham and they could beat Tottenham. Mm. It's, a, it's a big and if that's though, six. Isn't it? Yeah, that's a big six points there. Mm. No, you, but you're, I, no, it is if they do do it. And I think they could if 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 Allardyce gets in the way, they should be. You know what I mean? They, they could they could get to. Are we kind West of Ham and beat you know like and not not over you know over appreciating Allardyce, but. You know, he's never done this so close to the end of the season. Yeah, that's that's the main question. And he's also yeah, done well, this years ago. Yeah, yeah, like recently in the last decade, well, probably less than a decade, he's not, you know, he's not Since done much of what he's famous for. When was his last decent job? When he, he did well at Sunderland. Yeah, that's probably what, two, 
just before they went yeah. down in 2015. Then they went down under Moyes, didn't so, they? Like, we're kind of acting like Allardyce is, you know, in the last few years, he does it bang, bang, bang. Yeah, I mean, he didn't really, he turned West Bromwich Albion round. I hate saying that name on the podcast yes, with, yeah, with the three Wolves fans. The Undisclosed Club. But we are unbiased on the Eurofocus podcast. We are. So, um, boing, boing. <laughs> but no, he didn't, he turned around for a bit and then it all seemed to go out the window and then he ended up leaving, didn't he? Yeah, it's, it's like four games for anyone. If you know, if Pep inherited this Leeds game with four games to go, uh, you would yeah, be going. Yeah, what can you do with yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. There's only a certain amount that can go on at Leeds. But now. there's nothing that he needs to do tactically. It's just a simple case of getting them playing together. Yeah, get your head out. And... I mean, some of them look completely lost. That's what I mean, happens when you, like, they've had a couple of bad seasons now, and you know a lot of man- well, a few managers over the last couple of years. And it's so like, it's such a lost club at the moment, and you just need to get back to. But they've made you know, strange signings as well, haven't they? I mean, yeah. uh, Jorginho Ruta, a young French centre forward, brilliant player in the Bundesliga, but you can't pay that much money for your record transfer on an unproven centre forward when you're yeah. in a relegation battle. It's also who they've lost, so Rafinha and Phillips. That is two players. Yeah, Phillips is yeah. literally the the core of her team. Right? West yeah, McKenney's been disappointing yeah, since yeah. he signed. He's on loan, isn't he? Nah, no, I don't. Have they, have they signed Piketty? I thought he was on loan. I think he's on loan. I like that um, Tyler Adams. Yeah, I like Adams. And the, the right back, Christensen. Aronson's good. He's been very poor. That Leeds fans do not like Aronson at all. Really? Yeah, they don't like Everyone's him. Everyone's just been below par. And like... That uh, Nonto's good. Yeah, Nonto. He'll, he'll be gone in They've the They've got summer. some good players, but. Sinister and Nonto. Decent players. Jack Sinister, Harrison's yeah, been Sinister's okay. Sinister's looked very, very good at times. But then. Oh, I do like that Nonto, though. Yeah, yeah he'll be good. gone in the summer. But it's just a, you know, like we've said, you know, these end of the season games, you do find upsets and teams who look dead and buried do come alive. So, so next in terms of Leeds going down, possibly who will replace them? Uh, so, on Monday it is the championship final day of the season. So we are just getting the league table up now, and from what I know is it's going to be a very intense fight for playoffs. Obviously, Burnley and Sheffield United already promoted. Yep. In the playoffs currently, we have Luton, Middlesbrough, Coventry and Millwall, but the points difference from Coventry in fifth down to Blackburn in ninth is three points. So so it could go hard anyway, really. I think if I was to say now who's going up, I'd say Middlesbrough. Do you think? I, I for me, for me they've, looked, they've looked really good. So Millwall have, Millwall have actually got Blackburn as well. So that's a playoff chasing game. Middlesbrough, Coventry, Middlesbrough already got playoffs. I don't think Luton, Coventry, Millwall have really got I don't what it takes to, to go up. I What's think. Have you watched Middlesbrough this season? Yeah, I've watched, a lot I've of watched them, a few yeah. games. They've, yeah. they've been unreal. Under Carrick. Yeah, they have played some nice stuff. Yeah, again with that three-two-five yeah, system that everyone's able to, you know, playoffs now. Only, so. that, that's it's something that happens in the championship every year, isn't it? There's the always Forest one team. Year, Forest yeah, last yeah. season, Fulham a few seasons ago. There's always somebody that does that. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Middlesbrough go up. I, I personally think they will. Uh, I've watched Millwall a few times as well, and I've watched them a few times. Sometimes they've been incredible. Yeah, Mil- and Millwall. Sometimes you've been yeah. Millwall won't go up. Well, you never know, though, man. Who would you it's want like, to come up out of that? Who would I want to? I'd love to see. I'd Luton like to see Luton, Luton yeah. or Millwall. He would be that nice stadium. Way. I think they're all yeah. they're all good, they're all teams that I'd like to see up to. Uh, have you seen that Luton? If they go up, they've got to improve the stadium by yeah, like yeah, ten thousand yeah. pounds worth. Um, I'm a very you know um, a nostalgic merchant, so I would like Coventry to go up. If, so if nah, they the other teams like in Coventry. there, we have our favourites, West Bromwich Albion, obviously, uh, Sunderland, 
Blackburn West Brom are the team. Up. Yeah, Sunderland, West Brom, and Blackburn are the three teams outside of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, two points. West Brom need results to go in their favour. Yeah, Albion and Blackburn are in. They have swans in situations. They so. all need results to go in their favour. This is why. I don't yeah, think. I think the I think the playoffs might just stay as it is. Maybe, maybe Sunderland. But the problem is because Millwall have got Blackburn. That that adds yeah. a, a difficult thing, a difficult field oh, to the fire, doesn't it? Because right, yeah. if Blackburn were to get a result, yeah, I mean it, it is at it is at Millwall. Well, I think. who's mathematically Middlesbrough already in there? Yeah, yeah, Middlesbrough. Yeah, Co- Covent. No, it's Coventry, Coventry and not no, they're not mathematically in. What's the goal difference? Sorry, we are just looking at the table. Yeah, all of us this right is now. very shambolic. But, uh, yeah, yeah the, the goal difference isn't that much difference really. If they were to lose. Maybe two 0 or something, and then. This is why you know champions. Uh, the championship is classed as one of the best leagues in the world because it's so close until the very end, and especially you know playoffs. You don't you know witness it in the Premier League, but you know as as people who support a club who have you know gone through the championship, it's you can't yeah, beat We've, we've been there, got the t-shirt, haven't we? With yeah. this, I mean, even down the bottom of the bottom of the league. To be fair, Reading, I think they need to beat Huddersfield like eight nil. Blackpool are already down. But on just on the subject with Blackburn, um, if they do come up, uh, can, yeah, they can mathematically come up. They've lost uh, Britain Diaz. Where's he gone? Uh, Villarreal, I believe. He's gone to Spain. Has he? Yeah, it's um, a pre-agreement contract. It's a shame. Yeah, that, that's that's a problem, isn't it, for teams coming up through the playoffs? Because you can, because obviously you get promoted later. You have to, you can't start planning, can you? Whereas if you're automatically promoted now, like Burnley. You can already start planning for the Premier League, can't you? And I think that 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 is a massive difference, as we saw with Forest. There was very much a case of they lost all their loan players, which they did, and then yeah. invested all the, the money which they did. Yet we've debated about that before, and whether it's the right deals. They had to spend the money, who, of course. But who do you boys think out of anyone who's in contention for the playoff uh, playoffs who have got the best intention and the best possibility of staying up and doing well next year in the Premier League? See, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to say Middlesbrough on that one. Nah, but I don't. I was just about to say Middlesbrough. Uh, like you said, with the loan players, you look at Middlesbrough's Middlesbrough team. Got they've a lot got of players a lot. They've got um, Cameron Archer from Villa. Archer, Ramsey from Villa. Yeah. Uh, probably a few others, but not. I can't name them off the top of my head. But I mean, if yeah. Sunderland were to come up, they they've lost Diallo. Diallo. Yeah, fantastic yeah. for them this season. Yeah, they love him. Every um, every Macam I've spoke to said he's been absolutely incredible. So. Every Macam team. Do you know many Sunderland fans, man? Yeah, he used to live up there. Yeah, I used to live in a in the Macam territory. Any Sunderland fans? I hope you are listening to the podcast. (laughs) Get your palm, all man. As well as a few West Brom fans as well. I hope you're also enjoying listening to three Wolves fans. Yes, I mean they were. We'll be rooting for you uh, on the weekend. So uh, (laughs) they've been weird under Corbyn, haven't they? They've been brilliant one week. That I thought they were. Favourites to, to win the playoffs when he first came in when they, they, they were the fantastic. Favourites to go down and they were, you know, in baggy fashion they are boing, boinging yeah. all the time. Yeah, oh, I can't wait for it. I am working on Monday, so I will miss it. But oh, no. I will finish and I will. Well, I'll, I'll keep updated throughout the day. So back towards the Premier League, and we've got a little game again, similar to last <laughs> week. I'm convinced this will be a bit of a longer section than last week, which is yeah. why we're doing it now. Yeah. So. So, being as the end of the season is and is near us, we're going to do our teams of the season. But, same as last week, we all pick our teams, but you can't have more than three players from each team. So, we're here with 4-3-3 again. Yeah. 
So we'll do one at a time each again. So I'll start yeah. in goal. I had David Raya. Good show. Mm-hmm. But um, go on, go it on, all ben. depends, doesn't it? Because it depends who you've tried to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the team. Are we it, making it uh, an 11 again? Like we all decided, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We, like we did last it, week. It all yeah. depends. We'll do, we'll do it at the end, though, this time. Yeah, so we know who yeah. we've got it first. It is hard because we've only allowed three. And, you know, how how big, how, well, how good the top teams have been this year. It's hard to fit everyone in. I didn't think it, you would have said him. Who, who I thought did you, you say? Would, I've gone with Nick Pope. Nick Pope. So have I. I've gone with Nick Pope. Conceded, I was saying a bit why I couldn't fit him in the 27 goals conceded, which is the least in the whole of the Premier League. Here he goes, Statman Connor. And he's also got 13 clean sheets. Which is 39% of, uh, yeah. I know clean sheets, to be fair, I always say I this. Clean sheets doesn't, yeah, it doesn't always. Like the highest top, is Yeah, the highest top. But, but just too the many high, mistakes, isn't it? Yeah, but I have gone with Nick yeah, Pope. I think, I think hasn't 27 it? conceded in, in, in the whole league. In every game, 27 goals. Yeah. I know the defence in front of him has been immaculate as well, which is what I'm going to get on to. Yeah. But for me, you can't you can't um, deny that Nick Pope should be in there because yeah, he's my, I think he's 20, so good this 27 uh, conceded, 13 clean sheets, I think. See, but I went for Raya you because I, I also had multiple Newcastle players in my side. Yeah, yeah you need to fix I, yeah. <laughs> I suppose. So you, you two both got Pope. Yeah, yeah I, I think what, I think my uh, argument's well, valid. We'll, we'll let, obviously can have an argument. Oh, yeah, we agree, but what's your reasoning for Ryan? So he's been brilliant for Brentford. Uh, Links to Man United in the summer. Yeah. I think he, if they don't get Diogo Costa, I think he will go there. Been brilliant for Brentford. Reliable keeper. And as I say, I couldn't really fit Pope in. Mm. I, I don't. I think Pope's dropped too many clangers for me this season. Yeah. I think he has. I think weirdly. This season, every keeper seems yeah, to have dropped I, about five. I don't know. All top keepers seem to be doing it, I think. <laughs> and this is why I think Pope should go in the team. Because his red card. I think he's so good. His red card yeah. and what should have been a red card against Wolves. It was that as well. I, I think this I, year, I just think Pope should go in purely for the fact of now you've just said you put Raya in because you had other Newcastle players. So yeah. that yeah. tells me also, you would have put Pope in. Yeah, oh, Pope was my number one. But there you go. As I say, for me, that, yeah. for me that's my team. Stone. Yeah. I, I think especially Pope's, you know, Played for lower league teams as well to come up and play for a top four team and be as good as he's been. But now I'm looking at my team, I'm debating it again. Go on, put Nick Pope. In. Should we put Nick Pope? In? I think Pope for the keeper. Yeah, I think he's coming and done a class job. Yeah. You... Sorry, Ben's just shaking the whole studio. Yeah. <laughs> I am on a diet. So <laughs> What's that got to do with anything? Oh, because if, no, around, if I weighed man. less, it'd be less just of a slang. <laughs> so. Who have we all got a right back? I've got Kieran Trippier. Kieran Trippier. Trips, yeah. Trippier. 25 goals conceded. <laughs> when he's played, they've only conceded 25. Yeah, and he's also got six assists from right back. He has been fantastic. 33 out of the 34. I ain't got him and he's played. But... Oh. Well, I've got more statistics than you, mate. mate I'd have wrapped all them off. So this is also why I couldn't get uh, Pope in because I had Sven Botman alongside Saliba. You know what? That's exactly what I've got. Have you? Botman. You want to know Botman? The, his own uh, Newcastle when he's played have only conceded twenty-four goals when he's so played. So one less than trips. Yeah, uh, it's probably the least in the Premier League. You can tell that Connor's prepared for this, can't you? I have so, gone different. Go have on. you got on one? Saliba and no, I've gone Ooh. with Botman and Hubendish. No. Ruben Diaz. I think he's, been out, he's been out of the team for no, quite a bit of the season. Not, not that much. I'm, How I'm many clean sheets has Ruben uh, Diaz kept? As you said earlier, um, clean sheets do not matter. But I mean, 
you I said, didn't say that, did I? <laughs> yeah, cut that one off. Um, <laughs> no, but I think, especially in the last, you know, 10, 15 games, how solid he's been at the back. And then, like you did say, he's not been out for, a, you know, a massive amount of the season, but I don't think that City side does as well as that City side's done towards the back end of the season if Ruben Diaz is not there. No, I'm still going Saliba. I think it's got to be. I mean, you look how poor Arsenal have been at the back without him. Yeah, exactly. Look, he's gone. They've put Rob Alden in and they've not been the same. I I just think Ruben Diaz is by far the best centre-half in the Premier League. Oh, he is, but yeah, I he's think a better, he's a better centre. In terms of team, better, the team, in terms of team, Van, Van, Van Dijk's better than Saliba, but Van Dijk doesn't go in there. But I also it's the team of the season for this season. How good? No, yeah, he has his bit. Yeah, he's good, but I'm, I'm having Saliba. He's on my honourable mentions. I'll give him that. Oh, that's good then. <laughs> he's on. You're on bench, son. As Neil Warnock would say. <laughs> go and get, go and get bath. Call down. So have we outvoted Ben? Bottom and Saliba. It looks like you have. So every single player I've had has been put in the team. Then left back, I went. Brighton's one and only Purvis Estepinian. Yeah, I like that. But I've gone Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw, that was that the was one so. My, so my, my argument is Luke Shaw. He's probably been one of the best Man United players this season. He's come. He has been he's good. got one goal to assist, but also in terms of his role in that team, he's not there for goals and assists. Yeah. No, but that's but just, just that's there. And right. also, what I want to add is when he got called upon to play centre back, he did it perfect. Quite a few games as well, and he so. and he, he did a he did a very good job at centre half. He has done. And you know what I mean? It's a difficult one because I personally just think Estepinian's been the best fullback in the well not fullback mate. Yeah, the I'll, reason I've gone for him is I was he's thinking been about so him. solid for so yeah. long, and like with Shaw, Shaw does have the patches of where he he's not that you know as good as he oh. was games before. And but Shaw has been in, in and out yeah. of the side, for example, yeah, when Dallow's played. But left for back, me, hasn't when, when he when he got so good for Brighton this yeah, year. There's I, a reason yeah, why Brighton have him in there. I he's a guaranteed mind. starter. Isn't I was yeah. going to put it's not him an in. argument. It's, it's more no, of a case no. of it's not it's not a bad call. and it does help that he doesn't play for one of the top two teams, so he does fit nicely. Putting him in there does allow us to fit the players in. Well, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind that. I think the midfield sort of speaks for itself. Are you going for him? Yeah. yeah. Should we all? We've got three midfielders. Should we all have one? Just do you centre defensive. So yeah, d- in number six defensive midfield. I think this one's going to be very easy, isn't it? Rodri. 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 <laughs> That's it. Don't don't need to. We well, spoke about we, it last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've already said enough about Rodri. Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. Is he in there? Seven goals, sixteen assists, most in the league. Oh, just now he's still got four on mine. I forgot to count. I had Diaz. Oh. oh my god, have yeah. you ruined it? Oh, I've ruined it. Yeah, well, well, no, it still goes into the same Ben's out, he's yeah, lost. Yeah, not, yeah. Okay, lost so De Bruyne, obviously, it speaks for himself. But again. then the third one is going to be might be a bit controversial because I've left Erdegaard out. I've gone with Because Bruno. I've got three other Arsenal players and I've got Bruno Gimarash. I've, I've got Erdegaard. I think he's been so, so good. Which this is season. why I couldn't get Pope in 14 the first goals, place. Yeah. 14 goals, 7 assists for Erdegaard. I know, but I think Bruno's that's, that's um, Bruno's the catalyst in that. That's twenty-one team. goal contributions. It was more so I could fit the other Arsenal players in that I've got. No, I, I personally think Bruno has been the catalyst for the reason um, Newcastle He's might be playing Champions League football he? next year. I mean, I, since he came in last season, and you look at how poor yeah. they were when he was missing this yeah. season. I think he's completely been the catalyst he's of why they might be playing Champions League football next year, and it's, I don't think anyone else would have done. I still have Odegaard. I, w- I would have in my team. But I'll yeah, there you go. Yeah. So that tells yeah. me 
Yeah, but you, that's we've it. got, that, a, that, and that's why it's so difficult. Yeah, and this, yeah, yeah but for the final, for the final eleven, you don't have to have three. Yeah, that, no, that's what you're saying. Yeah, that's but for saying. me, that tells me exactly yeah. why Odegaard should go yeah, and over. We're Bruno. picking our final eleven yeah, based we, on what we've got. We're not saying that like Odegaard doesn't make it in the team. We're saying because of the team we've built, he doesn't get into our team. Yeah, and then for the final team, Odegaard's got to go in. Yeah, yeah, we saw that at the end. But as you said, he's been immense. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's when he, he was brilliant for the last two seasons since he came in, but he's gone up a whole new level, hasn't he? Yeah. Wearing the captain's armband at Arsenal. What? How much did he's, he get signed for? Which forty? Because after that loan, I think it's forty. Which you look now and you think is a bargain. Two goals yesterday. Was yeah, it yesterday? I, mean, I remember his two at Molyneux in uh, November. It was a unreal player. Yeah, Football's looking player. bright for Norwegian football as well. Yes. Shout out to any Nor- <laughs> uh, Norwegian uh, any listeners. Norwegian fans, Mikey Granger, if you are listening out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. In fact, I looked on the stats last week, and I, there was, yeah, there was someone listening in Norway. So I put two and two together. That probably was Mikey. Cheers, Grange. Yeah, thank you, mate. All the best. So, this is why I had to get the other. I couldn't have Odegaard in because I had Saka and Martinelli as my two wingers. No. Well, I've got one. I've got Saka. I've got Saka. I bet you went Rashford on the left. Yeah, you've got to have yeah. Rashford. I had Rashford, oh, I Saka. Know, Rashford, 16 goals, five assists for Rashford. I just, so I think he's been. And I, he's yeah. and he's quite. Quite literally carried Man United. I know people go purple I think, patch, I think that's very systematic. So though. good. So I don't good. think it's that he. I, I love he Rashford. Has. There was a point where he was scoring game yeah. after well, that's game because after United game. System's built around him, I think. But then that's also he's still got a score and he's still. Oh, of course. Yeah. He, but I think his stats. I think you can't not put Rashford season, in that team. The second half of the season, Rashford stats oh, have been. You know, Are we all agreeing on Saka? Saka is definitely. I think Rashford over Martinelli. But then Martinelli scored more than Saka. How many? Is it fifteen that he's got? Martinelli's yeah. got over 15. I think so. No, no, I'm pretty sure that he's got like 15 goals, Martinelli. What in all comps or Prem? Premier League. Gabriel yeah, Martinelli's got 15, 15. Rashford's got 16. <sighs> See, that is the knowledge of me paying up. See, I, I, I'd still put Saka and Rashford in. Yeah, I'm Saka Rashford. Because, we like, like Rashford. you said the other week, you can't you can't change wings. So <laughs> we're going Saka right <laughs> and we're going Rashford <laughs> left. Does Grealish not make it onto your left flank? Does Grealish not, yeah. Nah, because no. he hasn't been... Uh, as, yeah. as influential to his team. See, I'd have had him in this week. <laughs> <laughs> He's in yeah. my honourable mentions. When I met Ben earlier, we were both expecting Connor to say that. No, I, I just think I think I couldn't leave Rashford out because he's been so much more um, crucial to his team than Grealish has to Man City, and that's why he so makes it into I, I my, my, my team. Rash, like, Rashford has I, I, brought a lot you know, to I have Man a lot of banter about Rashford, especially United fans, because like the purple patch. But I think that. He's been completely incredible over the last probably five six months. Oh and yeah, I think there's there was a time he was um, scoring game after yeah, game. Yeah, there was a time See, where he was getting plaudits of being the most informed player on the planet. So he's got sixteen and five assists, which is like, like twenty one twenty one goal, goal contributions. contributions. What, what See, it was a massive toss up between the two for me when Martinelli and Rashford. When I was thinking oh, of it, yeah. but for, Rashford was next on my list really. But I was just thinking, I just thought. Martinelli's took his game to a whole new level. I thought I can't yeah. not praise him for that if you get me, especially because he's always been a brilliant player, obviously a very young player. Yeah. But to become such a reliable goal scorer and such an important player good, for right? Arsenal. He has been good. Yeah. That a second in the table who've been top for, you know, three quarters of the season. Yeah. But are we agreeing on Rashford then? Oh, I, I, think, don't, I, I don't think, mind going for Martinelli. No, I, I don't you two have voted for it, so no, I don't mind for two votes. Rashford's, you know, I think the Rashford's season he's had. He's done a lot. Very, he's very done a lot for Man United this season. I'm, 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 I'm easy, like, I think that 
both players have had phenomenal seasons, and uh, you know I'd be happy to have you know each of them. In the, you know, you know who else I was thinking of, Matoma. Yes, Matoma. Matoma yeah. He's made it onto honourable mentions. Yeah, he was definitely on the list because what he's done for Brighton this year um, is sensational. Especially, you know, Brighton scouting needs to, uh, you know, share There's something yeah. with Wolves. What is going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's Raul Jimenez, people? <laughs> Oh, no, he's my striker. Well, to be fair, <laughs> Diego Costa's goal was last week was Wolves' first goal Strikers, by a striker yeah. since April. Was it April last year? Was it even before? Oh, no, it's over a year. And it just got over a year because it was last month. There was uh, there was a big when there year, was the yeah. big thing about it. My God! So Fabio Silva won the Dutch Cup at the weekend. Yeah, that was the that. SV, yeah. But he'll probably be on loan to Feyenoord again next year when we need a striker. Possibly. No, he'll just go into final. He'll you know, just go and do it. I, I feel bad because you, can, you can see how much he loves it there. Yeah. He, he, he looks loved by the fans. Get him gone then, I'd say. He only cost 40 care. million quid. If he likes it there, he'll do a job. Off, he would do a no, job I for us. I think he likes it there anyway. he's getting play time. Yeah. Back to striker. I think it's Ivan best to start Tony. off for the honourable mentions, isn't it? Ivan because Tony's my striker. Have we all gone for Erling Haaland, I'm guessing? I've gone for... Jack I don't know if you're going to agree with this but I've actually, I've actually gone for Patrick Bamford I think he's <laughs> unbelievable no he was my second choice nah, but, but I didn't really know Ra- uh, Harland yeah, yeah he's gone to be hasn't he? I don't think we need to say a lot about him I don't think we need to say a lot about I felt him. sorry for the, the people in my honourable mentions I put Ollie Watkins in there my honourable mentions for me is I mean the fact that Harry Kane can score the amount of goals that he does I think Kane is unbelievable I still prefer Kane to Harland but my honourable mentions is Matoma, mm. Solly March, Dan Byrne, and John Stones. Bruno Fernandez. No. He's been vital to Man United this season, and the fact it, it just shows how good uh, these midfielders have been. Really, yeah. the fact that the likes of Fernandez, oh, especially for another one, Thomas Partey. Partey, yeah. Jacka probably does get an honourable mention for me also. From he's you know kind of up to. I don't. Think, he doesn't get anywhere near starting eleven. But off. we know a good a good friend of ours, Charles, who will be listening to this, absolutely buzzing. So yeah, so you know, like, as, as Charles once and said, this is um, exactly why he's not allowed on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. as Charles once said, uh, <laughs> Granite Shacker is the best footballer to ever play the game. Ollie Watkins. Yeah, yeah. I think. Mind you, he wasn't the best at the start of the season. Yeah, that, uh, also, in the other direction, I think Trossard start of the season was great, and then lacked a bit when he went to Arsenal. He's still been brilliant when he's played, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, he, he's done all right. But I, I think. Don't the, think I think the striker position is really harsh because of Haaland's yeah, yeah, yeah. such good season. Like and that's the thing because every striker now is going to be judged compared to Erling Haaland. Yeah, yeah. And that, but that's the price that. You I, 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 I really like Kane. I'm a big fan of his, but you can't not put Haaland in. Yeah. And I, and I do I do think Kane is more of a complete striker than oh, Harland. Yeah, have yeah. we got a fact check, Connor, if you can? But how many players this season have beaten the golden boot winning tally of last year? How, how many was that? What? No, was no, I mean, like, I think the tally was right, like 19 you, last you, year. You check this season's golden boot, I'll check last season. Because you've season's. got Tony, Harland, so, Kane. So Harland's on 35, yeah. Kane's on 25, Ivan Tony's on 20. Salah as well, which we haven't even mentioned, he's on 18. I think Liverpool players uh, have got a yeah, bit of just in, yeah, like, because, because but, of lacked. Salah point. has still got 18. No, yeah, yeah, so no, last, last season, really Salah good, and Son but. shared the golden bit on 23, and Cristiano Ronaldo on 18, who was third so, or second so, place. So only two people have been. Yeah. But, but, Tony's but, still but Tony can still can yeah, still, Tony's still good. As of, I mean, he's yeah. scored twenty goals in a Brentford side. I think Wilson, oh, Wilson, not a bad Brentford side, of course, Wilson, fifteen Wilson. goals, been unbelievable. Yeah. The last few games, he's been incredible as well. Almiron, 
11. He's been good. I love Miguel Almiron. I love Almiron. I've never seen such a bang average footballer be able to get. He never looks like anything's going to happen. Mitrovic. He's had a few games out. Bash, hasn't he? Well, how many's Mitrovic got? 11. Also. Rodrigo's got 11. Alexander. Isaac, yeah, but he hasn't really. He hasn't really played he that was much injured until lot, recently yeah, he has he his goal is that goal against Everton oh the assist well, yeah the assist oh, it was unbelievable even I'm looking at some of the stats here Roberto Firmino's on 9 <laughs> Darwin Nunez on 9 you got nine. about 8 of them against Bournemouth though. yeah Darwin Nunez on 9 oh, oh, we like seen Darwin Darwin <laughs> <laughs> Brennan Johnson been brilliant for Forrest Alexis McAllister somebody else who I put in my honourable mention but that's the last top score we've got 6 uh, Pedenza and Neves both on six. Yeah, Neves. <laughs> <laughs> that is bad, isn't it? <laughs> oh, oh. Well, seeing some of these names, you don't realise that Philip Billings got seven goals. Hey. Yeah. So yeah, boys, just a quick one. Uh, who do you think is the most over uh, overachievers and underachievers, just player-wise, this season and team? Overachieved. I think it's Brentford. For me. Miguel oh, oh, oh team. It's, it's a team. team. No teams no. and then players. Oh, t- uh, team Villa. That's, yeah, it, yeah it's, it's yeah, them or Brentford yeah. for me. Yeah. I think Brentford, Maybe even Arsenal. Yeah, that's a, that, yeah, that's a my yeah. argument always is. Six or seven. Fifth or something like that, because they've just missed out on Champions Underachievers League. Underachievers team, it's, it's got to be Chelsea. No, no, Chelsea's yeah. not a debate, is it? Yeah. I mean, you could put, player, you could put a few relegation sides. Player, Leicester, for example. I'd say but. not... Oh, mm. See, if you Do want you know to talk about overachievers, in there as the over, like, because no, no one's ever done no. anything to this level before. No. Yeah, I'm not saying that because we knew. Was no, just... no, I'm not going to pick. Solly it, March. No, yeah, we... I was just going to say you can't no, say Matoma because Harlem was going to do this. Yeah, of course not. But we knew he was going to get goals. Yeah, but we didn't. Like I said earlier, extent. any any world class striker in that team is going to score. But if you want to talk about like, I think like, you look at a lot of players. Solly March, Solly March, because he's played in the Premier League before. Moises Caicedo. Yeah. I think a lot of that. I think, I think, I think overachieved yeah. for people, some people that haven't played before in the Premier League, like Matoma. Has he? He hasn't played in there before. No, I mean you, nobody expected him to come and do this. I wouldn't say that's overachieved. Yeah, see, so. you can't say that it's his first season, Mi- which Mitrovic is why you can't put Haaland as an overachiever. It's the same with first season. Mitrovic. It's like the same with Nunes. Like I've nah. heard people saying he's oh, a flop, oh, for but it's me, like his first season. For me, Solly March. For me, Solly March. Yeah, I, I, I might put Mitrovic in there because he always mm. gets this stigma around him that he can't score in the Premier League. Yet every time he comes yeah, up, yeah. he scores goals. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sticking with March. Un, un, uh, what was it? Underachiever for Underachiever. players. Hmm, see, that's Probably a, hard a lot one. of Liverpool and Chelsea players. Raheem right. Sterling's right. been yeah, a big yeah, Sterling. Sterling's Sterling. a big show. Even I'm, players like not Van Dijk. Van Dijk's been turned out a lot nah, this season. Nah, he's still been good. He's, no, no, he's still been good, but from the level yeah. he's been in over the last two years. I know he hasn't yes. been shot yet. Yeah. Son, Son has been very yeah. good. No, I think Richard, yeah. like 60 I, million. There's too, many, there's too many to actually put a thing on 60 it. million for Richarlison for one in tw- yeah. 21 is mental. I mean, I know he hasn't started much and it's in a poor Tottenham side, don't get me wrong, but... Yeah. The PFA awards aren't happening the same this year, are they? They're in August, I think. Are they in August? Yeah, I think there's like a Why revamped thing. There's like a revamped thing, I think. I'm not 100 sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone listening? But so this we, season's very long though with the World Cup and stuff. Yeah. So player of the season, Erling Haaland. Yeah, it's it close between um, De Bruyne for me, but I do go nah, for Haaland. It's probably Haaland in it. You no, just can't. It's broke record after record. Yeah. So it's like I think because the precedent's always been set, especially with the Ballon d'Or and that, for example, that goals have always been what's the most important thing. For example, when Messi scored ninety-two in a year. Do you think he gets it, or do you reckon Messi will pip it for the World Cup? 
No, if Messi it's a gets it, Messi can't really, no. can he? No, but you know, you that's got to be rigged. You know what the French Football Association are like before? Like they do tend to. Did you see all the PSG protests about him and Neymar? Yeah. <laughs> Outside Neymar's house. Mm, yeah. Because Messi won't be renewing next year. Barca won back, oh, yeah, but they, you know, they have to get rid of a lot of. Um, that would completely rip up every every bit of intricate planning that Xavi's done in that side oh, and throw it straight down the bin. 100%. But you can't turn it down because you're Barcelona and Messi wants to come back and they go, oh, you're welcome. Yeah, Barcelona. it's, it's sort of like the Ronaldo. It's a catch 22 situation, isn't it? Where you want him back and fans would adore him. Yeah. The, the thing is, Barca won't let him go anywhere else if the they Ronaldo, can get him. It's like the Ronaldo thing, else. isn't it? Yeah, like, exactly the yeah, same as Ronaldo. 100%. Yeah. Like, don't Man United were too. I mean, Ronaldo's yeah. not having the best of times at Al Nasser, he is he? He's going, yeah. Well, yeah, I think it. I think everyone knew anyway. He'd have he'd see that season, then want to come back to Europe. Our ex boy, Nuno Espirito Santo, doing the business over. Is it Al Iti? Al, I can't, no, I can't he's, he's Al Nasser, and then I think top is Al Itiad. Yeah, that's where Nuno, Nuno is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Held Costa um, playing for them. With Lu- which one's Luis Gustavo on? Fine. Or, it's because all Luis the Owls are down. Yeah, yeah. Held Costa, I know he's um, a, well. Playing stride over there now. Fun fact, can I have a fun fact? If you really want to, Ben. Um, <laughs> this, will, this will be on the show yeah. every week now, Ben's yeah, okay, fun yeah, fact. Okay. Um, you, do you all remember Felipe Melo, the Brazilian? Yeah. yeah. He's got a son called Lineker, named after Gary. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's actually 100% true. That's true. On Wikipedia, it? So, I yeah. remember I played, I think it was Pez 2014. But he's a goalkeeper. Was it Galatasaray? Yeah, yeah Ga- Galatasaray, yeah. Well, I don't know if it was Galatasaray because it was obviously with the Pez names with a... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Felipe May- yeah. Mela. Yeah. It was probably like Istanbul Orange or something yeah, like yeah. that. They were actually called. But I, I remember uh, when he played for Galatasaray, yeah, he saved a penalty. So, you know, what a career yeah, for him. That'll be a new stat, well, a new section on the show. Connor's stats and Ben's fun facts. Oh, <laughs> I've got an old dream for that. We'll put that in the Facebook post. But <laughs> I think we'll leave that there, Ben, as we have rambled on about Messi after talking about our Premier League teams of the year. I don't know that one's happened he's just always <laughs> in our minds thank you very much because we are sort of getting towards the hour mark here thank you very much for listening again thank you uh, been a pleasure as always next week will be slightly later I think we, what we might do is wait until after the second legs of the Champions League to record uh, the next podcast so there won't be one next week uh, but thank you very much for listening people and I'll see you all in a couple of weeks for hopefully some decent reviews of the Champions League